This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Son of a bee, give me a drink. Not until you give me some government-issued ID. That was the plan. The LCBO announced earlier this week, but the Ontario government has killed it, citing uh, information collection concerns and and uh, infringement on rights. So you aren't going to have to scan a driver's license health card on your way into the LCBO. The reason they were going to do it is to cut down on theft, which has become a major problem at liquor stores across Ontario. Phone lines are, are lighting up here. Hey, you're on with Taz and Jim. Hey, Taz, it's Bernsey. Bernsey, ID on the way into the Where? liquor store, yay or nay? I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm kind of in between. I prefer that they don't. However, I'm not a criminal, and I'm not intending on performing a criminal act. And uh, the LCBO is a crown corporation. I bet every time I scan my uh, debit card or visa, they know who I am. Yeah. What if you got more aeroplan points every time you scanned your health card? <laughs> yeah, possibly. Is Jim uh, Jim off trying to stock up on booze before they bring that in? Yeah, or? he was worried, so he he went out to BC to uh, to ship some yeah. back. I, I I guess I another, you I make a good point you, there with the uh, debit card, credit card. You're telling a private company every time you go to the liquor store. Is it that much different to tell the government? It, it shouldn't be. And like I said, the government owns the LCBO anyway, so they're they're in bed together to begin with. I'm sure they know everything they're going to know. Thanks, Bernsey. Hey, Taz and Jim. Hey, um, I just calling in regard to the uh, um, uh, government-issued ID. Yeah. I, I don't really have an issue with uh, that. I think it's a good idea. Um, uh you and I, uh, the honest consumer, end up paying uh, more because people are ripping stuff off. So any theft measures they can implement, I don't have an issue with. A uh, government ID, they hardly have our information. They've issued it to us. So the fact that I'm at the liquor store, uh, I don't really have an issue with it, uh, to be honest with you, Ted. I'm seeing a lot of uh, the same sentiment out there. People saying they yeah. wouldn't mind scanning their ID if it meant that people aren't getting away with Robin. Absolutely. Um, uh, I don't know about you, but I've been at the liquor store at least three times in the past year where uh, Buddy walks <laughs> I in. I thought you were going to say this week. I've <laughs> <laughs> been at the liquor store yeah, three no. times this week. No, I'm not a lush. <laughs> and you've seen, um, uh, you've seen people stealing from the liquor store. Yeah, and the, the um, store employees don't uh, aren't allowed to intervene. They have to call the cops, and by the time the cops get there, Buddy's gone. Yeah, it's brutal. We've all seen the videos. There's got to be another solution, though, you'd think. Here's a suggestion from a Taz and Jim listener at one eight three three Taz and Jim. It says, uh, hey, guys, the beer store doesn't have the same theft problem. I wonder why. Beer store, there's a lot of... Uh, well, one, it's heavier, right? <laughs> you're not getting as much bang for your for your uh, theft if you're stealing a case of beer as opposed to a case of booze. But also, there are beer stores that where you still have to ask for the product, and they roll it out on the uh, on the rollers there. Maybe that's a model the LCBO has to consider if they want to stop theft. I, I think I'm on the side of no ID. I would hate to swipe my ID at every time I go into the liquor store and somebody collects that information 
and sends it back to me. What? I spent how much? How many times did I go to the LCBO this month? The Taz and Jim Podcast. These two guys live in the dream. Two young men in Colorado were just awarded the first ever athletic scholarship to play Division I cornhole at a college. They were signed to Winthrop University in South Carolina. Obviously, they take their cornhole very seriously down there. This is like if uh, when I was going to college, you got a, a scholarship for hacky sack, you know? You got a scholarship for spending OSAP money at the bar. Asking if you were in college, back when you were going to college, what do you wish they were giving out scholarships for? Hey, i tell you what I wish they gave scholarships out for when I was in school. Yeah. Best caps champion. Throw, you know, throwing a cap at your buddy's beer and knocking the cap off his and seeing who has to chug. <laughs> Could you flick those caps like no one else? Absolutely. Yeah, dangerous. Yeah, I never got a hold of it, but you're right. If you caught one of those things, you're at a party, and, and one of those things flies uh, in the wrong direction, you could take someone's eye out. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, um, a CAPS marksman scholarship <laughs> would have been very appropriate. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, how are you? Good. What do you wish they were giving out scholarships for back when you were in college? being a stoner smoking yeah well we're getting closer to that there's now college courses you can take about growing marijuana like to teach you the techniques for hydroponics and how to grow better weeds so maybe uh, a ganja scholarship isn't that far off no it's not not at all some good text messages here. What do you wish they gave out uh, scholarships for when you were in college? My OSAP money went towards a PlayStation 1. I needed a Gran Turismo scholarship. Didn't they just make a movie about that? Beer Pong. We've got five or six people who think they would have been on Beer Pong scholarships. <laughs> this is good. Uh, I would have got a scholarship for skipping class and hacking darts. <laughs> I'm just picturing scouts hanging out in high school smoking pits, doing some recruiting. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Where'd they hide it? It's everyone's favorite game about hiding things. Where'd they hide it? Our contestant today is Jared. How you doing, Jared? I'm doing great. How you doing? Good. So the main prize is going to be $100 worth of Lotto 649 tickets. And today's daily dumper prize... <laughs> is those passes to the Motorama Custom Car and Motorsports Expo in Toronto, okay? Awesome. Now, you know how to win the Daily Dumper, right? Yeah, it's got to shut it out, I think, right? Yeah. So I'm going to tell you three different stories about people hiding things. One of the stories is, is about somebody hiding something in their bum-bum area. That is the Daily Dumper. If you okay. suspect it's the Daily Dumper, you got to yell it out before I give you the multiple-choice options, Okay. All right. Let's start with this one. Earlier this week, customs officials in Serbia prevented an attempt to smuggle 130,000 unclaimed euros into the country from Bulgaria. So this is a cash that was being smuggled across the border. Where'd they hide it? Was the cash smuggled in baby diapers? Was it hidden in go-go squeeze packets? Do you know what those are? 
Uh, the applesauce? Yeah, it's like the little applesauce packets. Okay. Um, or stuffed in squishmallows. Are you familiar with squishmallows? Oh, yeah, my, my kids like stuffy. Yeah, they're like the big pillow uh, stuffed animals that the kids go crazy for. Baby diapers, go-go squeezes, or squishmallows. Where was all the, the cash hidden? Uh, I'm going to go with squishmallows. Wouldn't be a bad plan. Maybe they would have got away with it if it was Squishmallows, but no. Uh, be one hell of a diaper party when you open that thing up and it's full of 130,000 unclaimed euros. Next one here. Toby Bishop, 21-year-old guy, was busted by the UK Border Force trying to smuggle 8,400 ecstasy tablets into Scotland by shipping it from Germany. Where'd they did he hide the drugs in a shipment of dog food, cat food, or bird food? Here we go. Bird food. Dog food, cat food, or bird food? <laughs> Which one? You cat go- food. Oh, you're going to switch it up to cat food? Good move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you. All right. It's looking good for you now. A 32-year-old man was recently arrested when he tried to slip a kilo of cocaine onto a flight from Brazil to Portugal. Where'd they hide it? Daily Dumper. Yes, that is the Daily Dumper. A little different than... Other daily dumpers, usually they just cram it right in there, but this guy actually made a fake butt out of the cocaine. <laughs> the customs officials say they became suspicious when they saw this guy waddling, as they described it, through the airport. He was a little too bootylicious. They decided to pat him down. Yeah, he had a fake butt that was made out of cocaine. I guess you'd call that a blow donk donk Thank you, Jared. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Got a message here on Facebook. Story from London, Ontario. Devin Peacock is still here with me, by the way. So somebody posted this on Facebook in London. This is my girlfriend taking her 18-year-old son grocery shopping at Costco in London. And this is a picture of her $385 bylaw ticket for parking over the handicapped parking line. Where is the common sense? These lines are in place to prevent others from crowding a wheelchair accessible vehicle so they have room to enter and exit the vehicle. As this photo demonstrates, the ramp takes up quite a bit of room. She had to park a bit to the left to get the ramp down without hitting the curb so her son could get out in his wheelchair. This is outrageous. People don't realize how hard it is for those with disabilities to complete tasks that others can do with ease. Seems a little uh, over the top that the bylaw officer would choose to put that ticket on the vehicle, no? Well, especially when you're considering it's it's the the vehicle that's in the handicap spot. That is, I, I could see the ticket if it's someone who doesn't have uh, uh, the right. handicap sticker if, and they're taking up the spots. But like this is the person who's 100%. in the spot. 100%. If you are not... Uh, you know, in need of using those spots and you take them or infringe on them, yes, you should get a ticket. But you expect bylaw officers to exercise judgment and leniency in some cases, and I would think this would be one of the cases. This would be one of the cases. 
I would, I mean, I think they should rip up the ticket, but maybe would, would you back in to make it a little bit easier? I don't know. I'm just... Yeah, I'm it's not a saying big van though. It's a big ticket. van though, and look at how far out the ramp comes. So even it if you back in, away. then you're probably your ramp's going in possibly to an, another vehicle on the other side. Even though there is that buffer zone that they paint on the uh, uh, on the pavement next to the spot, right? To their point, I mean, you, you never, I, I never think about the size of those spaces. They should probably make them bigger so you can accommodate the ramps, right? But they're just, nor- I think they're pretty much normal spaces. Yeah. And there's different vehicles. The ramps in some, or there's lifts on the back. This one is the side. So, yeah, you kind of needed to park a little further away from the curb there. The worst part is she probably went into Costco to buy some apples, bag of apples or something. They already spent $385 more than she was planning on. And then comes out to the vehicle and finds another ticket for $385. So is this like a bylaw officer who is just like really dedicated to the job there at Costco? They <laughs> saw someone over the line and pulled out their uh, their book? Uh, their badge number is posted here on, on Facebook, so I'm sure the city knows who they are. <laughs> and I don't know if they would say, uh, yeah, good job, you did what you're supposed to do, or come, come on. on. Yeah. Come on. Rip that thing up, City of London. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. If you're eating bagged salads, you may accidentally kickstart your shards. The Canadian Food Inspection Agency has added salad kits to a recall that started last week due to possible listeria contamination. The latest products, the Southwest Salad Kits made by Dole and President's Choice... That's the Southwest Salad Kits, as well as Dole's Avocado Ranch Chop Kit. And those are distributed right across Canada. So if you have one of those salad bags in your fridge, you may want to be very careful before you attempt fate. Devin Peacock was telling us about this salad recall earlier, and he brought up... And this happens all the time, right? You do, you're trying to do uh, what you can to stay healthy. You think you're eating the right foods, and then it ends up being worse for you somehow. And years ago, it was romaine lettuce. Remember when it was E. coli in the romaine lettuce that was causing problems? Well, Dev wanted us to replay this uh, classic moment from the Taz and Jim show. If you put romaine in your mouth, You'll feel a rumble down south, Romaine. <laughs> Try one. Okay. Made a club sandwich on rye. Then I got E. coli, Romaine. <laughs> oh, yeah? I got Romaine in my gut. And now I pee out my butt, Romaine. <laughs> Should I buy, should I try E. coli, Romaine? So that's what the sign said. Hey, Jim. Yeah? I tried to get in my greens, and then I pooped in my jeans, Romaine. (laughs) I eat a salad with friends, now I need some Depends, Romaine. Should I buy, should I try E. coli, Romaine? Put Romaine in my grocery cart, now 
I can't trust a fart. <laughs> Romaine. <laughs> if you slide into third and you feel a little turd, Romaine. <laughs> should I buy, should I try E. coli? Romaine. I think we could have gone on for hours. <laughs> Peacock just laughing his head off in the background there. Um, to be clear, romaine lettuce is fine. There is, there's no E. coli in romaine. That's not the story. But anytime there is a salad recall, uh, we are going to replay that segment. That was, that was fun. Um, it is... The Southwest Salad Kits made by Dole and President's Choice, as well as Dole's Avocado Ranch Chop Kit, the bagged salads. There is a recall because they're worried about a listeria contamination. Uh, What rhymes with listeria? The Taz and Jim Podcast. Why don't you try and find another little jingle there instead of that peacock It's really annoying. And I'm getting sick of listening to it. Get rid of that peacock. You want to see your peacock? Cock, cock. Cocoon. I want to see your peacock. Cock, cock. Your peacock. You want to see your peacock? Cock, cock. I want to see your peacock. Peacock, cock, cock. Your peacock, cock, cock. Your peacock. It's National Singles Awareness Day. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is a single man. Imagine if you ended up dating that lady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's got, she feels about me very passionately. Right. This is like, it's got romantic comedy written all over it. <laughs> Start as enemies, become lovers. I want a peacock. Devin, I've changed my mind about you. Take those pants off and lie on the bed. <laughs> Ka-ka! Be uh, something. Passionate times. Yeah, well, bedroom. yeah. <laughs> He's open to the idea, lady. <laughs> Complainer, lady. He's open to the idea. Hit me up. <laughs> slide into his DMs. <laughs> Maybe he'll slide. Oh, forget it. Um, hockey. Morgan Riley. Five-game suspension for cross-checking a sense player in the head after he took a slapper into an open net. Looked like a pretty cut-and-dry case. But Morgan Riley... Plans to appeal. He is going to appeal. Can't hurt. The the worst they say is no, and you still have to do the five games. What I don't like about the NHL's appeal process is it isn't quick. So there's no date for when this appeal is going to be heard. It's unlikely that it'll be reduced, but still there's the chance. So if you look at the Leafs' schedule, they play Philadelphia on Thursday. They play Anaheim, Saturday, St. Louis, Monday. So, like, they have a quick number of games coming up here. In your eyes, it might be better just to tear off the Band-Aid and get this over with. Well, tear it off and get it over with, but also if you're going to... There's the chance the appeal could be heard by the time, if you're going to reduce it, it doesn't matter because you've played all the games that he was going to miss anyway. So for the NHL, you've got to have a quicker process so you can have that meeting for the appeal. Does Morgan Riley get to play in games during the appeal process? He, he does not. Oh. So in, in Major League Baseball, you can play while you appeal, but in the NHL, oh, yeah, that doesn't make you sense. cannot. So this is similar to a couple years ago. Jason Spezza got uh, suspended six games 
games for a, a hit. He had never been suspended before. Ultimately, it was reduced by four games, but basically he like, he sat out four games, and then he said, okay, that's good. And well, then he What's the incentive again. for appealing then if you still may miss all the games? Is it financial compensation or just a tarnished record? Well, there is. So if he misses the full five, Morgan uh, Riley gives up about $200,000 in salary. Okay. But it's, it's more just, it's a quirk of the schedule for the Leafs where, to me, you look at it now, it's like, okay, well, he could miss all the games he's going to miss because of the suspension, because you take forever for the appeal. So for the NHL, get to it. Like, you suspended the guy pretty quickly. Yeah. Now get on with the appeal so that we can move on one way or the other. Yeah, he was supposed to do the in-person hearing, and then because of weather, he ended up doing it over Zoom. So the technology exists for a quick turnaround on this appeal. And Gary Bettman, who is the one that uh, hears it, very rarely goes against the decision that was put down. So it seems we know they or the NHL knows what it wants to do here. Let's just get it over with. Oh, damn it. I love a man with strong opinions. <laughs> Take off those pants. <laughs> <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast.